What's good, bro? It's been a minute. How you been? I'm all right, fam. Just, you know, the corona's got everyone locked down. That last time. It's everyone baking on. Trust me. But we got we still gotta make content, innit? Fam. <laughs> yo, yes, 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 stuff like this, yeah. It's VHS Pappy here. Welcome to the Wrestling's podcast. On my left, or to say on my right, or to say across the pond, down the road, that round the corner, round the roundabout, and into the house, we have my man. My man. Versi. Versi, what's his usual? Oh, that's funny, bro. That's all good. That's good, bro. Yes, yes. Yes. People, people, I'm not on cam because my mic, my, my, my camera's a bit murky, but I am here. I'm with you all. Yeah. Blessings and blessings, bro. Everyone stay safe. Stay safe. Hello. Yo, is this Theo? Theo, how's it going, man? Not bad, man. You? I'm not too bad, man. Welcome to the Refings podcast, bro. How you feeling? You got to give him a big introduction. Yeah, we got to give him a big Come on, what's this, man? Yes. Hailing from Livingstone, Scotland. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo. Between there. Current records intent champion. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. It's uh, fucking dead just now. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Nothing going on. Yeah, I know, man. The lockdown's got everyone literally trapped at home and that. And, you know, I thought it was only right to, like, reach out to superstars and get the interview done. The, the current perspective of wrestling right now, man. So yeah, man. If you want, like as 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 usual, um, we only introduce ourselves on the podcast. So if you want to introduce yourself to the people that don't know who you are, just let us know. No worries, man. Um, just whenever. Yeah. Let's fucking go and sit down somewhere a bit more comfortable, man. <laughs> oh. There you go. Yeah, man. So I am Theodoros, and I am a professional wrestler based in Livingston, Scotland. Um, been wrestling since 2015, I think now. That's it. So, yeah, current Reckless Intent champion. Um, yeah, have a, currently, um, oh, fuck. Swearing aloud, or yeah, of course, oh. man, of course, man. This I is. Say, I, heard, I listened to your. Uh, I listened to the last podga- podcast yeah. you guys did, um, but just uh, just to make sure that swearing's. Uh, That's yeah, you could you could you could be yourself in it. Yeah, we're not, like, yeah, we're not limiting no one in it. So, you know, as you feel on it. But yeah, sick, man, sick, sick. Obviously, um, we always had to do our googles and stuff and see watch a few matches and stuff. And I think we watched a match with you and Dick. Is it Dick Diamonds? Sticky divers, yeah. Divers, divers. Yeah. Sick, sticky divers. That was sick. Like you really know how to like get the crowd on your side and like you know all that sort of stuff. So yeah, let us know a bit more about your your wrestling history. Like where have you like you know did you? So I I was initially trained by a guy called Michael Chase. He ended up being my tag partner as well. Michael Chase and Scotty Rennick. And so Mikey, he he had a tryout with WWE. That's it. Um, in there um although his knee went during the tryout, which is unfortunately led him to retire. Um, 
But I've wrestled, oh, I've wrestled, uh, wrestled all over Scotland, wrestled in England as well, bits down there, mainly with Target and stuff. Um, but I've, I've been to Greece as well. Um, I was oh. in Greece, took a, took a seminar over there with some of the guys there. Um, but yeah, mainly just uh, up here in Scotland, uh, bits and pieces here. Um, a mainstay really at Reckless where I was trained and stuff. And uh, with Discovery Wrestling as well, where I've actually got, um, I was meant to this Sunday, but obviously the rescheduling. Yeah. And I was meant to be wrestling uh, Joe Hendry for the Y Division oh. Championship. So uh, I'm currently number one contender for the Y Division Championship at Discovery Wrestling as well. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, hopefully get some more, more gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds nip, man. That sounds sick, man. I'm proper sick, man. So if you like, you're not obviously, obviously said you wrestled in Scotland, but. You haven't wrestled outside the UK, have you? Uh, no, so I'm not actually. I, when I went to Greece, I never wrestled. I just, I just took a, a wrestling seminar, and uh, I'm still in contact with the guys mm. through their um, Hellenic Pro Wrestling. Um, it's just trying to fucking find dates and stuff. Eh? Yeah. Try to get everything, everything sorted, get schedules tying in and stuff. Cool, sick, sick, sick. Obviously, the question that probably people wanted to know is this. Um, What's your oldest memory of wrestling? How did you get into it? Um, you know, as you watching it from young, like you know, how like why, how did it become your profession? So I actually, so I I was watching wrestling when I, I grew up in Cyprus, and uh, I just the first my first memory of wrestling is a promo between Austin and Rock, um, in the build up to their match to uh, probably. WrestleMania 17, it would have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's yeah, that, yeah. I'll see. So ever ever since then, I was just I was hooked. Um, massive Rock fan. I, I preferred him to Austin straight away, yeah. and uh, so I, I watched wrestling probably up until about 2004, just before WrestleMania 20 was when I stopped watching. Oh wow! How comes? And ended up. <clears throat> so me and my mate were just channel surfing, flicking through. And I'd not watched wrestling in years and flashed up on Sky Sports, Raw gets rocked. So we were like, oh, Rock must be back. So it was him and then it, it said it was on, we watched a bit of it, said Rock and John Cena were teaming up at Survivor Series. Um, so I thought, oh, Rock's back. And then obviously it said um, WrestleMania Rock versus Cena. So we saw it was Rock Cena, Taker, Triple H, Hell in a Cell. So we thought, ah, fuck it, we'll uh, we'll watch this. We'll 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 watch the WrestleMania, have a night of it. Mm-hmm. And then just since then, man, you know, The Rock came out, said he was going for the title the next night. Brock Lesnar came back, and that was me hooked straight away, yeah, man. Yeah. Back in it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. I think I think um, Versi spoken a few times. One of the guys on the on the chat right now. Yeah, times about that moment there. Uh, with him, Brock Lesnar coming back and The Rock coming back, and I'm sure that yeah, it's a magical moment for everyone. Yeah, yeah I, when The Rock came back in 2011, that's because I, I stopped watching from after the Benoit tragedy. I just uh, you know what I mean? That was just a bit too much. So when The Rock came back, because I was I started watching from around 2002, so I was like, oh, let me see what's happening there, and then didn't really like WrestleMania 27, but I still stuck with it. And then when Mark Henry became champ, I just stuck with it. And Obviously, CM Punk and all that. Yeah, yeah. The rock, rock coming back was what uh, was what got me back into it. 
Yeah. Yeah, massive fan of his. Massive fan. See, favorite match for Rock? Gondiad. Oh, Rock Hogan, Mania 18. Probably my favorite match ever. Probably my favorite match ever, Rock Hogan. I just think. What do you think of the rematch, though, from No Way Out? Did you watch that one? When he was Hollywood Rock? um, Not as good. Not as good. I just. So the issue with that for me is obviously The Rock's a heel, but he's just so, so cool. Everyone was just, everyone just loved him. I was actually talking about this uh, this earlier today about that uh, Rock Hogan match with one of my mates. Um, oh, right. Yeah, I'm just saying how because he so my mate Darren Goss does a, he does a commentary for Discovery. Mm. Um, me and him just sit. We'll call. He lives in Wales, so me and him will just we'll find something on the network. We'll call each other and just sit and watch hours of wrestling. And um, his favorite's Hogan. My favorite's Rock. Um, and we were actually talking about we we're talking about their Mania 18 match, and uh, and then we were talking about their No Way Out match and how it was just it was never going to live up to the the one at 18, yeah. never. Was. But yeah, nah, yeah, fair. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I like to go. The, the dynamic was different because it wasn't just like a rehash of the last few. But of course, you can't top the first match. It was just an amazing match. Well, I think the thing with it as well is it was always just for for those two guys being such big names. That match wasn't about those two. I think it was more just about building McMahon Hogan at uh, at yeah, Mania. You're right. You know, yeah, because the next month was the feud. Yeah, yeah. So it it, it served its purpose in, in building that story. So it was more used as more almost like a building block for a bigger story as opposed to actually. Uh, um, like what Mania 18 was where it was just two of the best ever just having a match you know and whereas you know that was the culmination of the story whereas their second match was to build to something bigger I guess so it was never gonna never gonna live up to to the yeah, first so um, obviously, obviously we now know that The Rock's one of can we say Rock's one of your influences in wrestling can we say that yeah oh, 100% 100% Yeah, I still remember my first match, my first ever singles match. I went out and one of the guys who trained me, Scotty Rennick, he he told me it was a good idea. So I went out, my first match, I did the rock punches with the the spit punch. (laughs) And I did the people as well, my first singles match. And I came came back through and Mikey, the guy who trained me, my trainer, owned owned the company as well, came back to me, looked at me, went, that was good for your first match. But don't ever fucking do the rock shit again. <laughs> oh man! All right, okay. Oh, that's cool. Ooh, how did you take that? I was just like, all right. I was like, I just went. Scott told me to do it. So, <laughs> Cross the blame. I went my fault. I was like, it wasn't me. It was Scotty. Scotty told me to do it. So, uh, so I, I still do the people like. See when we do like um, birthday parties and shit like that. Mm. and the outside shows where they don't get filmed or anything where you can just go and have fun I'll always bust out the people's elbow there but yeah. but nah, I ain't my days of doing it I did the rock shit in front of a in front of a paying crowd once and I think that's the only time I've ever done it is the footage is the, can we find any footage online? That? oh I, I, you'll probably be able to find it somewhere I'll I try think and there dig is it. footage but he doesn't want to show it to us yeah there is I'm sure <laughs> there is from five years ago, I'll, I'll dig it out. It'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere. I'll dig it out. Yeah. 
So other than the rock, is there any other favourite wrestlers you have? Like the top five. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels was always my second favourite. Um, just his selling. I still one of the matches I was most invested in when I was younger was Survivor Series 03. And it was Team Austin against Team Oh Rick. yes. Great match. Yeah. And I just I just remember Shawn Michaels left three on one. Yeah. Bleeding. Uh, yeah, blood gushing everywhere, got the colour and I just I remember being so devastated, so devastated when uh, he, he had Randy Orton beat and then Batista came in and just fucked it for him. But yes, yeah, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels was always uh, my second favourite behind the rock. Love, love it. I still do. I still love Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I think, he's one, just, I think he's one of the best uh, ever did, man. Time. Yeah, yeah. I think in yeah, terms man. of in ring, I think he's for me he's he's the best ever in terms of just technical ability. Yeah, yeah. his selling as well is just absolutely insane. He knows really. how to keep you invested in the match, just small things. Yeah, the ride he takes you on his matches. Oh yeah, like last night I watched uh, him versus Brett the Iron Man match. Yeah, I was going to talk just, about that. Yeah, it was so. So good that match. Watched that last night, and it was just oh, it was brilliant. So so good. So um, um, so, yeah, so. Do you have any close friends in the industry? Whenever. So my internet's messing up. What was it? So my internet's messing up. Yeah, so um. Hello? Hello. Sorry, my internet, my internet just messed up. Don't know what happened there. Let's come discovery. Uh, I speak to him every single day. Um, but yeah, and Dickie Divers again. Yeah, um, carry yeah, on. Or is it? Yeah, so Dickie Divers as well. Really good friends with him. He's, uh, he's done a lot for me at Reckless as well recently. Oh yeah. Up and down, yeah. But um like when when I when I started wrestling, I never I never really knew I hadn't been smartened up about it when I started. So I started it more as just a hobby. Um and didn't actually realise you know, I thought it was just I would go and wrestle for reckless and ten once a month and that would be it. So I didn't actually realise there was a massive independent scene in Scotland. Or the UK, I guess, until uh, until I've been wrestling for for a month or so, and then I realized, oh shit, you know, you can actually go, you can, you know, maybe not. I I didn't realize you could make a living from it at the time. But I thought, oh, you can go in there, wrestle more places. So I always saw it as like like a hobby at the start, where I was looking to go make friends and stuff. But then uh, it just sort of escalated, and before I know, before I knew it, I was uh, I was spending more time wrestling than I was at home. Was there like a key point when you switched from it being a hobby to this is something you generally want to pursue? Um, not really. Um, it just sort of happened. I've I still I still have the mentality in wrestling that 
as long as it's fun, I'm going to keep doing it. When it stops being fun, that's probably when I'll when I'll stop. Because I'm I'm fortunate enough that I don't hate my nine my well my Monday to Friday job. I, I love what I do. Um, so it's not like I'm sitting there all week, you know, just waiting for the weeks to go by till I'm, uh, wait waiting for the week to go by till I, so I can wrestle again. Um, I do it for the enjoyment. The fact that I can make a bit of money out of it and stuff is always is obviously a bonus. But I I, I wrestle just for for the love of it. And when when that goes, then that's when I'll, I'll I'll stop. When I stop getting nervous before I go out, I guess when I stop caring about it is when I'll when I'll stop wrestling. But so it's it's it was it never really there wasn't one moment where I thought right this is going to take over. I just gradually got busier and busier, and then before I know before I knew it, my my bank account was looking a bit better and. Uh, yeah, so that's when I was like, okay, right, let's uh, let's put a bit more into this, and and uh, I seem seems to be working. I seem to be doing all right for myself just now. Perfect. <laughs> You've mentioned Discovery Wrestling for a minute. Um, before we started interview, I managed to catch a match between you and Christopher Saint. It was yeah. an unsanctioned match. Talk me through what the feud was going in because you had you had tape around your waist, and I was thinking. Commentary was very intense. Talk me through it. What, what did he do to you? So me and Saint. Um, so this is this is the first year. So I've been, I've been in Discovery Wrestling. Debuted. I think it was twenty sixteen in Discovery, and ever, since since I debuted, I've had I've been involved with Saint. And one of my one of my again, he's another one one of my best friends in wrestling. Um, so started off where when I was introduced to Discovery Wrestling, I was introduced as part of Saint's faction as well. He, he, we had the House of Saint. And uh, we sort of just were heels in Discovery. And then we ended, it, we ended up in a feud with Mikey, Michael Chase. So that feud between mainly between Saint and uh, Mikey, and I was just there, you know, wrestling in the odd tag match and stuff. Um, but I was, I was mainly... Um, by Saint's side, he was the head of the faction and I was just a supporting character. Um, and then when Saint and Mikey's feud ended, there was that's when Alan said to me, right, we're going to break you away from the House of Saint. So to do that, Saint brought in somebody else into the House of Saint and there was dissension between me and Grant, Grant McIver. So eventually that led to me breaking away from the House of Saint, which... Saint didn't like. He then injured my ribs in the match before our unsanctioned match. And then we went for that unsanctioned match, um, which is hence why I had the ribs, the ribs taped up. And then I went to frog splash him through a door. And yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> that didn't really go to plan because I sort of just bounced off him and uh, the match had to. Yeah. You bounced and slid to the bottom and then it ended in a double count out, kind of. And I was like, ow. I felt for yeah. you because so, ribs, man. Yeah, so same was actually, he he took a bad bump, a belly, he took a belly to belly off the top and he landed and he was winded. And so I don't know what happened, but he ended up, he actually ended up going to hospital after that. Oh. So he, he landed the belly to belly and I, the ref came over and said, give him a minute. So, uh, you know, we, we changed things up and I thought I oh, was just a bit winded. But then when, 
when I went to hit him with the chair and I looked in his eyes, I could see, oh man, he he's actually fucked here. And so so we, we went to the finish and then for some reason I think the table was set up wrong and I, I went for the frog splash off the speakers and the table didn't break and we just bounced and like my my ribs were killing me after that so so fuck knows what his must have been like because he wow. was already hurt and then me yeah. jumping off the, the speakers which are a lot, <laughs> they're a lot higher up than I thought they were going to be <laughs> <laughs> But because I'm not a fan of heights, I'm not a fan of heights at all. So when I got up there, I was like, "Oh shit!" Um, but yeah, I was just praying the table broke. It didn't so we just had to sort of cut the match there because I don't think I don't think either of us could really carry on after that. Honestly, that's true. So for so the last couple of months ago, has anything happened in that feud since? Because I wasn't able to find anything other than that. Yeah, so the feud's finished now. We uh, we um, the blow off was was it November, December last? It was December last year, um, where we had our final match. It was a, a Saints Rules match where the winner got a wide division championship shot. So uh, we 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 ended the feud there, where it was no disqualification for him. He could hit me with a chair. He could. Uh, he could leave the ring. I couldn't leave the ring, and and uh, it was it was a it was a fun match. It was difficult to work around because I couldn't use my finish, and there was there was these strange stipulations. Alan Smith got a great mind for wrestling, really good mind. So he comes up with all these uh, all these different show show scenarios and match scenarios. So um, uh, that was that was a lot of fun to do in December. And uh, yeah, that's the the line in the sand. I guess that's the feud done. And uh, well, uh, obviously, I, I I went over in the feud, and that's me now. Got my match with Joe when Discovery eventually returns in July. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully I'll have the match with Joe in July. Um, it was meant to be this Sunday, so hopefully in July I'll be able to to have my championship shot. So, hey man, I'm hoping for the best for you too, man. Because yeah. I mean, going through a few that, that I'm still just thinking about how I didn't break. Like, yeah. admittedly, I did think of of Bartimania on the table. Admittedly, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if that ended up on Bartimania. Um, I've not watched it in a while. So <laughs> it ended up on Bartimania, but it it wouldn't be out of place. That's true. That exposure, man. You know, it happens. Yeah. Definitely looking forward for you and Joe going into that. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to it as well. I mean, Joe, Joe's so good. He's so good. Then, obviously, he's in Ring of Honor now as well. And I've done a few training sessions with Joe. And again, his mind for the business is just insanely good, insanely good. Um, just, just talking to him, he just picks up and notices things nobody else does, which is obviously why he's uh, he, he's where he is, and he just. He always says he knows where he's gonna go. He knows what he's gonna do, and he's got he's got his plans. He's got his ambitions for wrestling, and he says, "Oh, I know I'm gonna do this. I know I'm gonna do that." And you know, just he just fucking works so hard. So you know, I'm I'm really excited for that match. Really looking forward to it. Sick. Perfect, man. That's great. So, um, what, have you got any plans to like go to America and um, try out the WWE or? Um, AEW, AEW promotion, or TNA. So 
that would be my next goal would be to try and get a tryout. I've been told by a few people I'm I'm ready for a tryout. Just again, just feedback I've got. Um, so that's that would be what um what my next goal is to try and to try and get a tryout. Obviously, with the with WWE having the NXT UK brand, yeah. um, it makes it a whole lot more achievable. You know, guys, uh, the guys there are fucking killing it in NXT UK. Yeah, man. Yeah, the fact that so what's this is this going to be it was meant to be the, was it the third takeover they were going yeah, to third takeover, yeah but it got it got postponed to october is it october yeah. now yeah 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 it's later on in the year so i mean so those guys are absolutely killing it i mean the wwe wouldn't just keep them about for the sake of it so so yeah I mean, that that would put that would be my my goal at the end of the day would probably be to try and get onto nxt uk Sick, man. Speaking um, of matches, what if it can be more than one, but what match of yours would you say you would recommend to someone who's not seen your stuff and why? So my favorite match, and nothing's ever gonna top this. Um so I was handpicked by Mikey to wrestle his last match, or it ended up being his second last match because he wrestled that discovery the next day against MVP. But I wrestled Mikey it was November twenty nineteen. Um, in his last match at Reckless Intent, um, you know we so he he started Reckless Intent. He built it up. So for me, for him to pick me to wrestle him in his last match, it was it was pretty cool. It was definitely the the toughest match I've ever <laughs> I've ever wrestled in terms of emotions and stuff, but in terms of performance as well. Like Mikey, it's a shame he's had to retire because of his knee and stuff, but he's so so good. And because we're such good friends, we always seem to just push each other in the ring. We just seem to bring out that little bit more in each other. And Mikey's probably been my favorite, like he's my favorite guy to ever wrestle against. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say check out, um, if you go into Reckless Intense uh, YouTube page, it'll yeah. be on there. Michael Chase versus Theodoros. Yeah, I just see it. I just see it now. Yeah, definitely put a bookmark that, so give that a watch after. Yeah, um, yeah. Nice. Um, obviously, I think it's WrestleMania this weekend, isn't it? Uh, yeah, this no, week. next weekend. Oh, next next weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the lead up to WrestleMania, did you watch the Royal Rumble? Did you see Drew McIntyre win it? Oh yeah, so I watched the. I watched, it, I watched it the next day, um, and yeah. I didn't stay up to watch it. Um, I'm usually in bed for ten o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no, I watched it. It was like I was so. I did a seminar with Drew. Oh, I can't remember when years ago it was when um, it was obviously when he'd been released by WWE mm. and I uh, so I, I did the seminar with Drew and then I was driving him from Glasgow through to Edinburgh for an ICW show so I got to spend the day with him oh. and just again his mind for the business is just oh something else and he just again so focused so determined he just said I'm, I'm going to end up back at WWE you know and he just had that that drive that you know his shoulder was fucked but he was saying oh is there any gyms i can go to and train i, I need to train i need to train and just like yeah yeah so i so i'm a pt as well so i took him to the gym i worked at then took him to train and even then he was like he was like oh i'm just going light but the, the intensity in his, in his in his session there was just insane and um, for somebody who was injured and, and meant to be going light before wrestling a show that night <laughs> so yeah 
Um, I've seen a. Uh, I've, I've, so I saw Drew obviously win the win the rumble, and I was I was over the moon for him. He, he, I mean, when I say I know him, I don't really know him. I spent one day with him, but he was uh, such a nice guy. You know, he was just so polite, courteous with everything. And again, you can see why he is where he is with how how hardworking he is. Yeah, I must say because I remember um, when we first started this podcast that. Like, Versi has been rooting for Drew all along. He's always been saying Drew's going to be the next one beginning, bro. I'm like, bro, I don't see, I don't see what you see in Drew. As time's gone on, I'm seeing the whole. The, there's a there's a nice development development in him, and it's like, it's yeah, he's, he's actually won me over now. So, yeah, bro, I saw Drew from the wrestling channel. I don't know if you ever had that for you. Like there was a, it was on Sky years ago, probably like a decade plus. I remember just seeing him, Stu Bennett. Just on a random promo, and I was just like, "Wow, okay." And they were wrestling for Iris Wrestling, IW, and All just right. from them, just clocked onto him. And obviously, because wrestlers are usually kind of American, so I hadn't really seen someone with a UK accent, let alone Scottish. So that even got him to stand out to me. And then I followed him from when he first debuted, even when he got released, and he had a he had a he went. There was an event they did in London. Um, ICW and I went it was him versus Rhino versus Sabu I think so the triple oh. threat I've been following all the way I'm love true even 3MB days so the fact that you spent a day with him as well and, and just to see that you said he's that focused and he has the drive and he's polite that's just makes yeah, that's even more yeah. oh yeah they always tell as soon as he got released he was just he seemed to be the first guy the first guy I can remember anyway who almost he just became a bigger star on the indies than he was at WWE. Whereas he could have easily just been released from WWE and come out and been like former WWE star, Drew McIntyre, Drew Galloway. And he could have easily just, you know, ridden on those coattails and like, oh, I'm a former WWE wrestler. But he was just, he made himself the biggest name, probably in, probably in wrestling. Yeah. Um, definitely independent wrestling, but, you know, he, he just came out of WWE and was like, right, I'm getting back and I'm going to get back to the top. Because when, when he went back, there was no, oh, we might make, you know, we can, we can rehash him as, as something or other. They just let him be what he was in the Indies. It's just, yeah. just taken back and just run with it. Now he's, he's main eventing WrestleMania as himself, you know, against Brock Lesnar. So, yeah. you know, he, he set himself that goal and he's done it. Yeah, it's amazing to see, it, to see it happen. I still yeah. remember his interview that he did with Chris Jericho. Like the day he got released, and it just well, his, he said everything he said. I'm gonna make it back. I'm, yeah. um, and then he went to ICW, that crazy promo, everything. So I'm sure there's a lot of Scottish pride for you when you when you see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I I never thought that anybody from from the UK could really get there. Yeah. Um, I, he almost seems to have bridged the gap between. British, the UK independent wrestling scene and WWE. So now Drew's you know, Drew almost paved the way for NXT UK to happen in a, in a way because he, he made UK wrestling so much bigger and brought so yeah. many more eyes on it. And then that's, I think that's just snowballed with, with everything that's sort of happened in the UK since. Have you ever been able to come in contact with other Scottish wrestlers like Grado? Um... Yeah, I've wrestled Grado. Grado, um, lovely guy, really nice guy. Um, yeah, I, I wrestled, again, this was, what, maybe 2016 I wrestled Grado, I think it was. 
Um, and so he seems he right. always seems, he always seems to take time to say hi to me and stuff when we're backstage and stuff. He's, he always asks how I'm doing and that. So yeah, he's he's another one, really nice guy, and um, brand new, really really good guy. Seem to have a lot of positive stories from wrestlers from from Scotland. Yeah. I've got a few. I've got a few. Oh, okay, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I've got a few. I've got a few ones that aren't as good, but um, I try to focus on the positives. But <laughs> okay, makes sense. I'll tell you one. So this is this problem. I look back on it now and I, I piss myself laughing. It's funny. Um, I I'm not going to mention the the promotion's name or anything. But it's one, it's, it's, it's a, a bit further north. And I'd been wrestling maybe a month. Um, so I debuted really quickly after I started training. So I'd been training in the wrestling business for maybe 10 weeks. So I was wrestling for this company and I just got brand new posters. The first time I was ever selling merch. I was really, really excited. So got to the venue and the promoter comes up to me and says, so for any merch you sell, you need to give me 10%. So I thought, this is, this is wrestling. It's just what happens. Okay, fine. Never sold merch before. Didn't know it was, didn't know if that's how it worked everywhere. But I thought, okay, you know what? Fine. So I put my posters out. And then at the end of the night, I go up to the merch desk and I say, okay, um, did I sell anything? The woman goes, yeah, you sold one poster. So here's your pounds. Could have sold them for a pound. Cool. So the promoter comes up to me and he goes, so uh, you sell anything? I went, yeah, I sold a poster for a pound. It's like, all right, okay, so that's 10 pence you'll be doing. It. And he actually made me hand, hand over 10 oh, pieces. No. It, was, it was a pound coin I had. So I had to go back to the merch oh. there, ask for a change to go and give this guy 10p. That's a joke. This <laughs> <laughs> guy his peas, bro. That's funny, man. Fun. Yeah, so... So that yeah, I had to, I had to hand it <coughs> anyone that sold merch had to give them ten percent. So that's mad. I, mean, I can laugh at it now because it's, it's it's a funny story. But that yeah. that yeah. was just the kind of promotion I did. I didn't end up working there there very long, and not been back since, since I've not been there since twenty fifteen. But yeah, it was a it was an experience. It was an experience. That's jokes. Um. Obviously, um, with the current status of um, the current, the current thing, the current status of the corona and stuff right now, um, was there plans for you to come to wrestle in England, um, London, or is you know? No, I'm no plans to wrestle in London. I'm due down in England. I'm wrestling for Target in July, up in Carlisle. Hmm. Uh, so, but again, as far as I know, that the show's still going ahead. They put up saying that they've they've, they've announced that. July will be their first show back, so so I'm due I'm due there in July. But in terms of down London, nothing nothing yet. Um, it's been a it's just as I was starting to to put out feeling more and more and more feelers and stuff to try and get a lot more work down in uh, down in England, and all this Corona's uh, coronavirus sort of hit. so I'm assuming anything will be on the on the back burner for now, but. When things get up and running, then it's definitely it's somewhere I'd, I'd love to wrestle. Obviously, London, so that'll yeah. be where I'm looking to try and break. Has 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 Corona actually affected your nine to five then as well? I'm not working just now. I'm I'm sitting at home as well. I've got so much time. I think I've watched more wrestling in the past week than I have in it 
in a while because I mean I just sit and I've, I've just honestly I'll just sit in it in the house I'll do do my workout and then I'll just watch wrestling and stuff because I want yeah. nothing else to do really but, and getting to watch a lot of stuff I've not seen before and stuff I've not seen in a long time yeah but yeah so I think because I, I mean I'm midway through watching a King of the Ring 2002 just now oh King of the Ring 2002 was sick did you watch yeah. Test Match Test Match yeah. Yeah, that's that, just um boot. yeah. Saw that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, see, cause I was uh, I was watching. I just thought, oh fuck. So obviously, I know that. Obviously, Lesnar wins wins the whole thing. Yeah. But I saw the boot and I thought, fuck, is that the finish? Yeah. Is that is that good? Um. Yeah, I mean, I love Brock. I think Brock is uh, he's always been so good. Again, yeah. similar to Sean. Mar- is his selling is phenomenal. Brock yes. currently, I Brock's the best seller because when yeah. he sells, you think, he's he's "Oh right. shit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah." Someone like him selling a move means like if it hurts him, it's hurting everybody. Oh yeah, so, there's like him, um, like the Rumble where he came and he was just chucking folk out, and then you know, so when Brew when Drew booted him over the over the rope and eliminated him from the Rumble, you were, and he just no, and he just sold it, and he was just didn't move for two minutes you were like fuck yeah. you know that put drew over big time just because because he hadn't sold for what 12 guys you know he sold for he sold a bit for keith lee and ricochet when they keith came lee did. yeah 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 so he sold he sold and again him not selling for many people and then selling for keith lee you know that puts keith lee up there so brock brock i think brock's phenomenal yeah. and you know because when he sells it it means something absolutely I've actually got a sub question to that on on yeah. our podcast. Yes, please, us, yes, we, please. We have, yes, <laughs> I'm waiting have for a, this question. Okay. We have a view on Brock, his first run versus his second run. Now, me and our other member, um, Del Boy, we say his second run. However, Anafi and Sam Blacks would say his first one they prefer. Now, it's the tiebreaker to you. What run did you prefer and why? So. I'm gonna say it's a tough one. So I'm gonna make the right choice. I'm gonna say <laughs> second run. Yes, I'm going for a second one. Yes. Yes, 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 Mark. Part part of the reason I'm going for a second run is so <clears throat> SummerSlam 2002. I was still I was eight at the time. So I still, I still didn't know wrestling was a work. So when he beat The Rock, I was legit in tears yeah. in my living room crying because he beat The Rock at SummerSlam. I'm there with you, bro. It was yeah, emotional. Yeah, that was, sad. Was. That was I was vexed. I was angry. I was angry. I couldn't do nothing about it, though. I was angry. I was, I was eight years old in my living room crying when he beat, when he beat Rock at SummerSlam. So... Uh, so yeah, but no, I just think that some of his matches, I think his matches just now are are very underrated. I mean, again, his match with um his match with Brian from Survivor Series last year. Oh. I um I, so I didn't get, I uh, I didn't watch it live. I watched it the next day and I tried to avoid spoilers, but I saw a photo of Lesnar with his hand raised after. And but I, I didn't read anything, and then I watched the match. And when Brian had Lesnar in the in the yes lock, I thought Lesnar was tapping there. 
and I thought, have I just have I seen an old photo or something? Because um, Lesnar was that good that where I knew the result, but he made me second second guess it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I just I love his I love watching him. He made that rumble. He made that rumble in it in January. He was far and away the MVP of that. So yeah, I'm gonna say his second run. Fair, fair, fair. I just want to point out there that um, obviously um, Brock Lesnar's first run was only two years. And for what yeah. he achieved in two years was a madness. I just want to leave you with that. So if you that if that can just oh, sway you back to my side course, then. Bro, we're not denying it. Don't worry, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's strokes, man. Um, yeah, um, I think we're coming to the end of the pod. But um, if you just um, let us know, you know, where we can find you, any more stuff, you know, that, that the people should know. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Theo10Doros and Facebook at Theo, just search Theodoros and it should, uh, should come up. Six, six. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, and, hunt. Go on. I was going to say, yeah, I can't even plug the next show I'm going to be on because I don't know when it's going to be. Because oh, um, uh, I don't know when. Obviously, I think that, I think the next one I'm scheduled for, I think pretty much everywhere has cancelled their shows until until June, July time, June. I think. So, um, so yeah. yeah I, I would, you had a defence for your Records and Tent Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got cancelled, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, so. I was meant to be defending against DCT last week, and that that's been scrapped, obviously. And then again, I was meant to be wrestling this weekend, but all those shows were cancelled. So I don't actually, I don't actually know when when I'm next. I'm next wrestling. So, uh, um, as far as I know, it'll be. I think it's May for Reckless. I think, but uh, I, again, I don't know whether they'll cancel that show or not. So. Yeah, be yeah, around about May, June time, I'd imagine. Cool. Um, yeah, so hopefully, if you're ever in London, please give us a shout. We need to bless you some merch. Um, and also, you need to come to school <laughs> as well. So please let us know, man. Yeah. I will do. And um, yeah, stay in touch. And also, before we go, I've realised that you're a big football, you're a football fan. What team do you support? I'm a United fan. From, oh, from man, I knew it. I already knew it. I already knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Hey, yeah. do you know, United is one of the most popular teams in the UK. Um, in the UK anyway. I mean, yeah, the UK anyway. So, yeah, I don't blame you for that. Yeah. So I had I had a season ticket for this year. I had a season ticket for this year, but that's it. you know that's yeah. it was uh, it's been grim. <laughs> it's yeah, been yeah, grim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, um, wait for the season to come back and we'll see how you guys get on. But yeah, um, thank you for coming onto the podcast. First and foremost, oh, really appreciate it, man. Um, obviously, from now on, you've got, you've got you on our radar now, so we'll be, be watching all your results. Absolutely. And then, you know, cheering you on, man. So you're part, you're basically part of the team now, I pretty much say. I'm uh, waiting for that match against yeah. Joe when it finally yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I can't wait for that one. I'm looking forward to that one. It's going to be good fun. Yeah. It's going to be good fun. So hopefully next time, next time, if I'm if I'm ever back on here, I'll be a Discovery Wide Division champion as well. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, three championships. <laughs> three or two belts. Sick, sick, sick. But yeah, man, appreciate it once again. Um, I've been Anafi. And this was the interview with Theodorus. Appreciate it, bro. Catch you soon, man. Goodbye.
and good night. Good night.